Welcome to People of Hope, a conversation on finding joy in all things with the pastoral staff of Ignatius House Jesuit Retreat Center in Atlanta, Georgia. This short-form episode shares only the introductory remarks for our topic this week. For the full conversation, check this podcast feed or visit ignatiushouse.org slash peopleofhope. Let's begin. Thank you, Andy. Welcome, everyone. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we gather in this sacred season of Easter, mindful of your remarkable love. Help us at this time, especially in this time of pandemic, to be ever mindful of this love and to allow the grace of this love to enable us to know, to experience, and be confident of the joy you wish for us to know. Bless our conversation this evening and this new initiative at Ignatius House. And we ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, welcome, everyone, and thank you again, Andy. I presume to begin these remarks with a disclaimer. In these few minutes, I will not capture the totality of a theology of joy. These remarks are to be a primer for our discussion on the topic. Further, I hope our conversation here will serve our listeners as a primer to further your thoughts and reflection, as well as be an encouragement to further conversations with others on the relevance and importance of joy in our individual lives and in our world, especially today. For me, a good starting point for a conversation on joy would be the Gospel of John. In his Gospel, John relates what is variously called the Last Supper Discourse or the Farewell Discourse. It is a conversation that Jesus has with his disciples on the occasion of the Last Supper. In this discourse, Jesus seeks to explain to his disciples the meaning and purpose of his life and his life's mission. At one point in the discourse, Jesus states, I have told you these things so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. John 15, verse 11. This passage moves me and challenges me deeply. It moves me because I hear it as an expression of Jesus's desire for me and for all of us. It challenges me to consider my own desire, namely, do I desire such joy and to share such joy with Jesus? Joy is a reality, a mystery, and a grace. That said, joy may be easier to experience than it is to define. As a noun, joy is defined as, quote, the emotion of great delight or happiness caused by something exceptionally good or satisfying. Further, it is a source of keen pleasure or delight, something or someone greatly valued or appreciated. And as a verb, Joy is defined as, quote, a feeling of gladness and rejoicing, close quote. I suspect we might all agree with these definitions, but again, I suggest that it is easier to point to or describe the sources of joy than it is to describe what joy actually is. This is why I say that joy is a reality, a mystery, and a grace. Currently, as a Christian community, we are in the midst of celebrating the Easter season. 
what are we celebrating? In this sacred season, we celebrate Jesus' fidelity to his mission from his Abba, Father, God, and we celebrate Jesus' faith in his Abba, Father, God. Further, we celebrate the Father's love for and fidelity to Jesus, and we recognize and celebrate the Father's love for and fidelity to each one of us. With Easter, we are invited once and for all to be the beloved of God. This is the revelation of the resurrection, and this is the cause for great joy. And if we are honest, our celebration of Easter reveals and touches on our deepest desire to be known and loved by God. I became more aware of this through my experience of the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius Loyola. Ignatius asked that one do several prayer contemplations on Jesus's resurrection by praying with the resurrection appearances of Jesus as described in the gospels. Ignatius asked the retreatant to ask for the grace to feel joy with Christ, the resurrected Jesus. In other words, Ignatius asked that one keep their focus on Jesus to imagine and consider his joy as experienced in his resurrection. The confirmation and consolation of the Father's love for him, through him, with him, and in him for all of humanity. This is the reality, mystery, and grace of joy. An experience of joy is a confirmation and a consolation. They may be subtle and simple, as well as overwhelmingly profound. And I dare to suggest that joy is always sublime. When we experience it, we know it as real, even though we may not be able to describe it fully. There is but one word for such an experience, joy. It is what Mary Magdalene felt, what Peter and John felt, what the disciples on the way to Emmaus felt, and what the doubting Thomas felt, joy. Uh, allow me to be clear here. I am not suggesting, nor do I intend to suggest, that joy is an exclusive Christian experience. It is not. Joy may be experienced by people of all faith traditions or no faith tradition. However, I do wish to suggest that joy is a grace, that is a gift and an experience of the presence of God. Further, my earlier citation from the Gospel of John, I believe to be a clear confirmation of this point. At Christmas, Christians sing joy to the world, again, expressing God's desire. So let us experience and use the world to enjoy God. After all, the world and the universe, for that matter, is one of God's greatest gifts. Earlier, I stated that the statement about joy by Jesus in, gospel, in John's gospel moves me and challenges me deeply. It moves me because I hear it as an expression of Jesus's desire for me and for all of us. And it challenges me to consider my own desire. That is, do I desire such joy? I acknowledge that my answer is an unequivocal yes. I desire to know and experience joy. Thus, I look for and focus upon those things that and those persons who give me joy. 
it is important that we take the time to get in touch with, become aware of, and be informed and formed by that which brings us joy. And I see it as a three-step process. First, recognize and identify that which is a cause of joy in my life. Second, to take the time to appreciate these things or persons, that is to really come to know and understand why they are a cause of joy for me. And third, to take time to acknowledge, to savor and express gratitude for those things and persons. In short, to identify, appreciate, and be intentionally grateful. If we are honest, we can acknowledge that there are persons and things in our lives that bring us joy and provide us with confirmation and consolation. It is important that we take the time to consider and reflect, that is to identify, appreciate, and be intentionally grateful for those persons and things that are the cause and source of our joy. When we do, hopefully, we better understand the truth that joy is a reality, a mystery, and a grace. I close these remarks with a quote from Pope Francis. He writes in his text, The Joy of the Gospel, quote, joy adapts and changes, but it always endures, even as a flicker of light born of our personal certainty that when everything is said and done, we are infinitely loved. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Learn more about Ignatius House by visiting us at ignatiushouse.org or following us on social media. And be sure to subscribe to this wherever you listen to podcasts. May the blessing of God be with you always.